Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. Visit tecovis.com, that's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com, and don't go gently, y'all. Welcome back to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. We're brought to you by Yak Gadget. For all your kayak fishing accessory needs, go to yakgadget.com. Pelican cases, coolers, and lighting. Go to pelican.com. The 153 Bait Company. For all your hard and soft bait needs, go to the 153anglers.com. Now let's get this show started. What's going on? Facebook Live, YouTube. What's up, my good folks? Jay, how you doing tonight? Looking a little bony, my friend. No, Jay's out of town uh, this week, so uh, thought what better way? Let's uh, let's do a show like a after hours type show. There's been a lot of talk going around in the kayak fishing community about a number of different subjects. So I always like doing these panel uh, discussions with some of the other guys and gal and gal in the uh, pnf family so uh we'll get these folks in here we got uh floppy mr hicks floppy i'm ready uh, i'm ready to talk some crap to people man Let's J- go. jimmy skinner and miss Susie roloff what's going, Woo-woo. what's going on guys Susie's chowing down on some crispix I told her cinnamon toast crunch is where it's at. Drop in the <laughs> comments if you think she should switch to cinnamon toast crunch. But uh, I still am trying to figure out what Crispix is. It's <laughs> half corn and half rice. It's like a man. It, it looks like a waffle fry almost. It, but yeah, it's hollow. it kind of does. Yeah, that's. I've never even heard of it. Is, is it a weird. cereal? It's yeah. a cereal. Yeah. Yeah, it's healthy. That must be some northern shit. <laughs> So, I mean, right. that sounds like a deer feeding up for winter. I'm, I'm eating half corn and half rice. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much, man. Well, uh, thank you uh, for being here tonight. Um, you know, Jay, thanks for your input tonight. As usual. I mean, it's going to talk about as much as Jay does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Trey Johnson uh, in, in the YouTube chat says uh, Chris Bex belongs in the garbage word once in a while i'll eat that stuff man i'll eat it it's not too bad it's not, not too, too bad. bad but um wanted to start out man we got the kbf national championship going on this year or this year uh this week and uh i believe guillermo's leading correct 
200 inches. That's what I looked. Yeah. Yep. And uh, I saw a live stream. Uh, Chad uh, was doing an update with him and uh, Randy Newton from uh, Kayak Anglers of Florida, I guess, is running uh, their shows and stuff. So um, Armando's in the chat. He said, what's up, ladies, gentlemen, dot, 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 Brian. I don't know what that means, Poppy. But, uh, you know, um, obviously there's been a lot of talk about you know the NC. Um, I think what they had over three hundred anglers, right? Three hundred forty-eight or something like that. Forty some or something like that. Um, which is down from years past, but I don't think that much. But I didn't. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I didn't follow KBF a ton. I know they made some changes this year and stuff, but didn't they change the qualifications a little bit? I'd, for the, for the sure. NC. I thought it was the same, but I'm like yeah. you. I didn't pay attention. Well, I know they got the Trail Series Championship, the Challenge Championship, the Team Cup Championship or Series or whatever, all going on at the same time. Angler yeah. of the Year, all that. Yeah, well, Angler of the Year is always decided now with the, with the National Championship, I believe, because mm-hmm. that counts towards AOI points. But, you know, Does a lot really? of – yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Um, but, uh, a lot of different like conversations. I know one of the conversations going on is, um, they're using fishing chaos versus tourney X this year. Um, which I hadn't heard too much bad about. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like it. Yeah. I, I, I don't like it from the following the events end of it. Um, I haven't personally used it. And the only thing I saw that people have been talking about it today that I kind of kept up with, uh, oh Lord, <laughs> a kidnapper stash over there. <laughs> but uh, some people noticed, uh, I think Todd Patrick had a goof up where a 19 and a half went in as a 119 and a half. Yeah, you can, I had guys putting fish in at a tournament this weekend on tourney X that were popping up as 0.24 inches because well, they just typed 24. Fish, well, they put 24 and pressed enter. We oh. had that issue um, in a paddle and fin tournament in Michigan. What, yeah, we what did. It, yeah, yeah, what happened there? He, Wasn't it like um, entered as like he entered it in seven as five like or something? one point something? Yeah, it's like one point six five or something like that. Um, so it automatically cold that fish, and you know it was after the ceremony because we had turned off the lead, the leaderboard and whatnot. You know, and he was just like wait a second, I should have been up there. I don't understand what happened. And, you know, he told me, he's like, I, I know I had another fish submitted. I was like, wait a second. So like, I looked at his cold and sure enough, it was there. It was just entered in as the wrong amount. Yeah. John Rapp. Uh, I'm going to ban Nick Necrelli, not for saying <laughs> the Ohio hammers, a sexy some bitch, but he said, go Red Wings. Like, come on, bro. Seriously? He's only saying that because my penguins jersey back here. Yeah, well, Pittsburgh it, sucks. Yeah, that's right too. We need to take Hicks out till he takes that jersey down. <laughs> Go Preds, man! <laughs> but uh, no, it, it it it's interesting, and I remember that situation because it was like you know you and I had talked like, what do we do in this situation? Like, right. dude submitted his fish. However, it was on Tourney X. It, it was, was on Tourney X. It was just wrong... uh, yeah, wrong yeah. length. So. You know, those type of things happen. You're always going to have user error, you know. Um, 
But yeah, it seems like it's a little hard to follow. I know like this morning there was a lot of discussion like in our group chat, like where's the two-day total mm -hmm. um, and things like that. Uh, Ryan Milford in the house, uh, he said, how's those nails taste, Brad? <laughs> oh, it was actually my stupid... I don't even know. It's like it was the skin stupid. above my fingernail. It's yeah. cuticles. Yeah. <laughs> so it, it, it's it's been kind of interesting, you know. Like uh, I did see somebody comment like on on one of the posts somewhere. I think it was on the KBF page. Like, oh, you know, kayak anglers are always afraid of change, and like they don't take well to it. So, you know, obviously it's been a huge change for KBF this year going full fishing chaos and part of last year too right wasn't it yeah i don't I remember so. like that, yeah no i thought uh, it started this year because the yeah. nc was the end of tourney x yeah yeah right yeah. right that's correct so it's been interesting you know and uh i also saw another comment posted out there like both apps are great they both have great aspects to them and some have bad ass and they both have bad aspects to them if we could just combine the two we'd have one badass app app for you know fishing tournaments which i totally agree with i i don't have a an opinion on on fishing chaos myself i've never used it um i haven't had to use it um you know i obviously have used tourney x a bunch like have any of you guys used fishing chaos to like submit fish at all i signed I up only... for two kbf tournaments and didn't fish for either one of them so no <laughs> they got my money though <laughs> I, I, I did the testing stuff that they did with it. I got to submit the fish while they were like in the testing phase. Okay, but other than that, like I'm not, I'm not loyal to either app. I don't really don't care. I'll use sure. either one. Sure. Yeah, I'm I'm in the same boat. Like if I end up fishing a KBF tournament, which uh, is probably possible because from the sounds of it, the Pro Tour is coming back next season. So. Mm -hmm. You know, that's kind of sparked a little interest um, back in me, and it'll be interesting to see what they do with that from, you know, what I heard briefly Chad talk about was, um, you know, um, they're actually going to, after the first year or two, like they're going to gear it towards like an actual um, qualifying style system, a qualifying style system and pro tour where like you pay your money up front for the six or seven events you're only allowed to miss one and uh all that good stuff uh milford in the chat says he used it one time it was fine his only issue is i don't want a bunch of different apps just for submitting fish totally yeah. agree totally agree like because uh well hobie was using that other app what was it I I Angler Angler. for a while that um, one was rough yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah it was i never used that one Brock I used it to follow I used tournaments. it on both ends. I used to uh, run tournaments on it and uh, use it for tournaments. So it was, it was a little rough. But this was, gosh, this was like six years ago. Yeah. Um, and then like that's things, when Tourney yeah. X was starting to, you know, get big up into popularity and the easeability of building tournaments. On Tourney X versus I Angler is kind of what I Angler lost at. Because um, building a tournament, from what I can remember back in the day, it was it was kind of complicated and not uh, as easy. Um, but uh, as far as like fishing chaos from a you know somebody on an outside in looking in, my biggest thing is like if I want to really look at the fish, I have to download the photos. That's my 
big I kind of that. pet peeve with it. Yeah, it's For just like what? I, Wait a I I didn't follow that. When you want to look at somebody's fish, it only shows them up as like small images. If you want to look at a bigger picture, you got to download them. On iAngler or no on Fishy Chaos. Chaos. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because okay. like I like to zoom in and look at these things and like especially these Susie's trying to find a flaw and be like, nope, you cheating son <laughs> well, of a that bitch. Too, but the other thing, but that was the other thing though, is that I've noticed that um fishing chaos doesn't have watermarks on their photos. And remember that whole thing happened with Tourney X was some guy downloading other people's uh pictures from Tourney oh, X and yeah. using it as his own. So that was my yeah. first I didn't know that was a thing either. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, John, why the whole watermark thing came about. John Rapp chimed in. He said Gregory's events were via iAngler, too. Angler so too. I believe he's referring mm-hmm. to the old river bass and trails. Oh, and stuff. yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's interesting, right? Like, you know, things are evolving. You know, um, you, you really can't complain. You know, oh, it's, all we're doing is evolving and getting better, which is <laughs> it's great. It's a funny bone. I smacked the shit out of my desk. <laughs> I I think it was uh last time I recorded with uh Drew somebody messaged me and was like I hate to laugh on your account but what the hell happened in your video and I I was scooting my chair up and I slammed my toe into my desk and silently oh. screamed fuck a few times. <laughs> it like Drew just kept going but that dude commented and was like I laughed a lot on your expense but That's what happened? Funny. That's funny. That's Sorry. Funny. I well Milford's in the chat. I pulled a Milford the other week. Uh I think it was last week or the week before, dude. I drank a bunch of water and I had to run out of the podcast and Jay had to talk. <laughs> I I had to go use the bathroom, dude. So uh touche, right? That was a uh, Dan Perry made an ep- a comment last night when we had uh some of our local guys on. Uh Luke couldn't get his computer to work, so he was like take me out. I'm going to call my son and get him to tell me how to work this real quick. And when he went down and I took him out, Dan said, he's got to go poop. <laughs> Milford said he's got to make a boom, boom. <laughs> it, it happens. It happens. So going no, back to something you were saying uh, at the beginning of that was kayak anglers are afraid of change. I think that's true, but it's kind of true about a lot of things, not just kayak fishing. Yeah. yeah like yeah, to- change, totally. change is difficult for a lot of people. Sure. Sure, sure, sure. It's like yeah, human I, nature, man. Yeah. You well, like it, what you're comfortable with. And yeah. that's the thing, too. Like, I was thinking about it today because I knew I wanted to bring this topic up. You know, it's like, and I'm considering, you know, uh, going back to the KBF Pro Tour next season. And um, I'm like, damn, I got to download the app. I got to, you know, run through the paces. Like, I remember when I first did kayak fishing tournaments and downloaded Tourney X and, you know, I, I had to, you know, get myself familiar with it. So I wasn't trying to figure it out on the water when I got a 20 inch fish on my board. You know what I mean? Um, Oh, this is a huge announcement. Ryan Milford said, uh, Tennessee is voted to allow motors in all cast tournaments. I've seen some backlash from that. That's another topic too. I wanted to jump into, um, I was, uh, on John Rapp's podcast. If you guys don't follow that, it's rusty hook. Uh, kayak fishing podcast he does it live tuesday nights um and chris Payne had from Payne outdoors had brought up um motors and he fished uh what was lone star state throwdown was that yeah just the recent texas tournament mm-hmm. 
and he was fishing that and he was in a Jackson big rig at FD and um, he just felt like he couldn't like get things done because he didn't have a motor on his kayak, you know, and it's that age old discussion. And I know there's been a couple YouTubers that have posted videos, Alex Falgaria and uh, uh, the other dude. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. I don't like him at all. He's a D bag. Um, he used to be I'm super curious to who that is now. Uh, he, yeah. Cause I don't usually call people out, but this dude, exactly. I will. Um, <laughs> well, I, I know it's not Greg Blanchard or Robert field or somebody. No, like that. no, no, no. This dude used to be on the new canoe team back in the day. And yeah. he had a YouTube channel. And then like basically the kayak community, like gave him the middle finger. And now he's like fishing out of a John boat. Um, I don't even want to give him a spot. Marcus Coates? No, 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 no. I'm okay. I don't think Marcus was that bad. I said douchebag, not cheater. Um, yeah. But anyways, which one was Marcus Coates? See, I don't know if he I was the KBBT guy that got caught called out for out of bounds. Yeah, fi- and it was fishing out of bounds. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That one. But anyways, back on subject. Yes. Alex posted a, a video saying kayak fishing is dead or or something like that. Kayaks are dead. And it was because of the whole, you know, most kayaks are have motors now. And, you know, what he's saying is people are still going to buy kayaks and stuff. And theoretically, by definition, none of us fish out of kayaks. You yeah. know, kayaks were made out of twigs and seal skins or hollowed out of logs and things like that. Great. Um but, you know, it's cool to see because, you know, obviously, like Ryan said, like cast, they've been holding out on motors for a long time. I know Indiana kayak anglers, they've been like going back and forth for a while. Hobie, still human powered event, um, which is great. Like, you know, it it evens the playing field for those folks that want to stay human powered, whether it be paddle or pedal. Um, but you do have the options like, like me, I don't, me personally, I won't fish a Hobie event because they don't allow motors. Um, you know, I'm a fat out of shape guy and I don't feel like paddling all over the place or pedaling. Like I did that when I fished tournaments, I'd much rather use a motor more efficient. Nobody can say he didn't try because my man was doing it out of a blue sky. So yeah, exactly. (laughs) But, but You know, to each their own, right? Like motors aren't going away. Um, pedal drives and paddle drives aren't going away. You still have bass. You got KBF. So if you want to use a motor, you can go fish those. And if if you don't want to and you feel like you can't succeed without a motor uh, or, um, or you don't want to get a motor and you want to stay human powered, you go fish the Hobie events. There's a lot of trails out there that don't allow motors as well. So like there's still those options out there. Um, but it, it seems like lately a lot of people have been bitching and moaning about how like there's been this huge transition into motors, which yeah. I think it's just the evolution of kayaks. Like we yeah. all started out paddling, right? 
then pedal pedal drives were the big craze now motors are the big craze like you know i saw nick necrelli chiming in he said airboats are the future <laughs> you know so it's uh you know it's one of those things it's just going to be the evolution like we're just going to continue you know doing things doing new things like i wouldn't be surprised i know i did a podcast once with uh fletch from uh, uh westbrook supply and he mm-hmm. said he's trying to figure out a way on how to rig up a jet drive on a kayak like <laughs> he figured out a way but, but it's just like um uh, you know so somebody there's a guy and they actually of all places i saw it was on tiktok and they took some scuba diver scuba gear jet driven propulsion systems yeah for deep scuba diving and they strapped two of them to a a sun dolphin yeah and it uh, worked phenomenally well and the last update he posted was that they have partnered <laughs> with a company they were having some mounts made and they were in the phase of getting patents done yeah. on running a single or dual propulsion system on them off 12 volt system blah 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 yeah but sure, sure, sure. that'll be something before you know it i yeah. my off of what like alex full gear or whatever like I would take almost that what he said too is the title to be a, like a clickbait. clickbait. It's yeah. clickbait. Yeah. 100%. I don't 100%. kayak fishing and kayaking as a whole. This is a it's gone exact opposite of dead. It's everywhere. It, I can't, I'm sick of the motor versus no motor argument. Yeah, I'm, me too. It, so, Drew, Drew Gregory is one of the top anglers in the country and doesn't even pedal. Yeah, and then right, then right, people right. will be like, "Well, he fishes skinny water." Okay. Well, and that was one of one of the things we talked about in uh, John's podcast was, you know, um, you just gotta you could just because a guy beats you to a spot doesn't mean he's gonna catch the fish. He's still got to catch the fish. Yep. You know what I mean? You still need that skill. A um, couple comments in the chat. Milford says, uh, since most people consider Hobie as the alpha pedal kayak they would almost be committing financial suicide to allow motors in their vents don't disagree with that statement at all you do see a lot of guys with hobies though putting motors on the back you know mm-hmm. but and totally, front. Agree, totally agree with that statement uh phil robertson said uh devil's ad- advocate leg disabilities make it tough to pedal and motors kind of level the playing field I get that. In, yeah. in that situation, I know like all of our clubs in our state, which we have one that allows motors. If you have a medical issue with it, you get a pass. Like you get yeah. to use a motor anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, it, it, I mean, it's, it's the age old saying, man, like, you know, it, I remember it in the big bass boat world. Like, you know, one dude would have a 200 horse Merc and the next guy would have a 250. And it was like, oh, you know, this guy's going to beat me to my spot, blah, 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 blah doesn't mean he's going to catch the fish bro like yeah. still got to catch the fish dustin so. connell fished it before he made it to the pro level whatever his i can't remember what his first pro level was dustin connell was in a boat i think that was like three foot shorter and only had a 125 or 150 on it and he still beat all the guys in the 250 mercs and the hundred thousand dollar boats it doesn't matter yeah like, right right my dad yeah. likes to tell a story how he was fishing a tournament when he was younger uh Everybody had all these big, nice bass boats, and then him and my him and my uncle were fishing out like a John boat with like a I don't even know fifty horsepower motor. Ended up twelfth out of like hundred and forty people. My uh, my best friend, we love you, bro. My uh, my best friend growing up, uh, they had a sixteen foot John boat that the motor was blowing up on, but it had a decent 
bow mounted trolling motor on it. Mm-hmm. And his brother would go down on the Tuesday night tournaments and put in at the launch and only have enough battery power to stay around the launch. And he would win <laughs> like one or two of them a month against 40 or 50 guys. This yeah. is a perfect example. Frankie Provolone chiming oh, in. Wow. He runs this Slay Nation. That's crazy. And they do a, you could do a small boat, kayak, canoe, John boats. He said a float tuber won their AOI on their Minnesota trail. Like, <laughs> that's, that's pretty, that's awesome. pretty That just proves it right there. Like, yeah. You know. That's about as man powered as you get. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. I thought that was only popular on the West Coast. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, well, a lot of trout guys do that out on the West Coast. I know that. I really want to try it. I think it looks cool. Yeah, there's a few guys that do it, like in the rivers and stuff. You get in some deeper rivers. Um, You know, I've seen them up in Wisconsin doing it. uh, Shane Mon said he started out before he was in a kayak. And then same with uh, Brandon Howe or whatever. Brian Brian Howe. Howe. Yeah. Too many B names. One of those dudes. But no, it's interesting, man. It's an interesting conversation. A lot of people bitch and moan about it and things like that, man. But it's like, why? It's it's never going to change. It's not going away. You know, oh, what I mean? a lot of guys like in our state, we still there's one club that allows it, like I said, and, you know, it gets voted on every year. Everybody is a strong pass in our state. And I think it most of them's answer. It's not like you have a better advantage. It's the taken away from like the purity of kayak fishing sure, sure. They, they don't use the word that way but you know that's just what it seems like and like it, it honest to god it might never change here like i run the state championship on bass didn't allow motors this year and i told them i would probably going into next year follow bass as a rules closer and sure people are pissed like huh. so and, yeah it's you know, up in the comments, uh, Trey made a comment about cast. Said they were like they were the Amish, it's like settlement of kayak anglers or something like that. Sure, they've obviously never came down here and fished with us. Alabama folks is old school when it comes to kayak fishing. They don't hmm. they don't like any of the big changes. Yeah, I mean, I I used to be a paddle snob, and then I got real, dude. Like I was fishing. Yeah, real old. <laughs> well, listen here, you son of a bitch. I will drive to freaking Alabama right now. Greenbow, Alabama, right now. I have a sandwich waiting on you. <laughs> well, see, uh, I was in the same boat as you, though. I was kind of a paddle snob, too. Now I got a motor. Now I'm back with a paddle. It's just sure, sure. And, and, and an inflatable. See, that's, that's the thing, too, right? Thanks, like, sweet, though. I fish a lot of lakes. Brad fishes a lot of rivers makes sense you know what i mean and and it's all like what you're going to be fishing i think too but like you know i i like was so set on like i'm going to fish tournaments paddling and i'm like this is dumb like what am i thinking like i might as well just (laughs) burn my money up like yeah you know like if you want to cover water and you want to fish competitively at a national level like you know don't get me wrong again drew perfect example like still paddles but, you know, for this type of fishing I do and the style of fishing I do, I, I need a motor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you you like the offshore stuff, too. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I used one a lot last year and yeah, a decent amount this year. And it's definitely nice. Like, uh, my favorite example is in Texas. You know, I had a two and a half mile run to my spot and... I could spend that time with the boat pointed one way and, you know, instead of having to like me fiddling with stuff at the ramp, 
I was on the water and ready. And then as I'm going, you know, things are going through your head. I can make that, that bait change now, you know, get my cooler set up, look at some maps, you know, look at pins, whatever. Um, but like, once you get to the fishing spot, I go right back to the paddle. Like, mm-hmm. sure, that, sure, sure, sure. I mean, the motor got me there, but I've said it 50 times. We've talked about it. I got beat to my spot by a guy pedaling and I was <laughs> running a motor and he wow. smoked me in his Hobie. <laughs> The sure, motor now he was out of breath and I wasn't, <laughs> but he called he he held first place for five hours and I sure as hell didn't. Yeah, so, sure. Like there you go, pedals pedals was more greater than the 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 motor on that day. Yeah, I mean it's it's the the age old saying, man. There's more than one way to skin a cat, and it's you know just executing when you get to that spot, you know. But you know do you guys think there should be any kind of limits on motors other than like what the ratings are now like as far as like i think it's limited at whatever your haul is rated at yeah they shouldn't change it they should keep it what it's at now I think. I, and i don't think it's like a like should they allow bigger most of those is a rating because of a safety like, yeah that's right, what this right. thing can handle you know i yeah. i agree with whatever that rating is because i think it's three horse kind of around the yeah the yeah, industry roughly. Yeah, roughly, because I mean the eleven oh three is supposed to be uh, equivalent to a three horse. You know, Brad Hurlboss pushes that envelope. He runs a mud motor for duck hunting on the back of his new canoe, and I think that thing's like <laughs> four or five horse. It's pretty badass ripping through the marsh. I'm not. Oh, I'd like to try that. I, I, oh, I didn't know he did he's, that. He's got some videos up on his uh, Instagram or his Facebook. One of the two. Is that but, that long motor he has? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got the yeah, big old foot on it. Sweet, dude. That's that's for ripping through marsh grass, yeah. but in mud and you know four inches of water and it shoots mud everywhere. And you better they're be- the most loud, annoying things. Oh, yeah. when you hear them come by, but they are so cool. <laughs> Definitely cool, but you know, there's guys out there pushing pushing the envelope, throwing like little five horse outboards on the back of their kayaks and things like that, which. You know, that's the thing, too. Like, I've gotten into that discussion with many people is, you know, kayaks don't have planing hulls. So it doesn't matter how, how much you up up the size of the motor on the back doesn't necessarily going to make you faster just because mm-hmm. your boat's not going to get on plane. You know, mm-hmm. it's just going to push it through the water. Right. So. I I think, like, with motors, I definitely think there should be like how things are, people are wanting pro kayak fishing. Sure. I think that there should be in one day and like an elite series that's just all out. There's like whatever kayak vessel, whatever electric motor, whatever all, you know, if you want to run a front motor, a back motor and five graphs. Yeah. It's- yeah. I know that conversation came up too a while back. Like, um, guys were talking about running a torpedo on the back and then a bow mount with spot lock on the front. Gene Jensen that does. Came, yeah. That came up in the uh, KBF leadership panel to yeah. see what you know the consensus was as far as allowing it. And uh, it came down to they, they weren't going to allow two motors. Um, they were just only going to keep it at one because – you know, a, a lot of the discussion was, you know, well, okay, you know, once you start allowing two motors, what's the next thing that you're going to have to decide on? You know, like mm-hmm. how much further are we going to keep pushing, you know, the envelope? And again, you know, a lot of these things are evolving as, you know, the kayak fishing industry is evolving and everything. 
And, you know, there's a lot of people who are, you know, old school who want to keep things, you know, down to the, you know, natural part of everything where it's just, you know, the vessel and the paddle or the pedal, you know, whereas you get all more electrified, you know, does it take away, um, you know, part of that um, uniqueness, I guess, in a sense, more money and motors than the boat and tackle combined. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is true. I mean, when you figure in a lithium battery, the motor, all that stuff, you're pretty much right about the same price as a, as a, is a kayak. Um, this is That's a, great... a lot of weight. Oh yeah. This is a, a great question from, uh, John Rapp said two more big daddy. <laughs> I was like, but say that. That's uh, right. Uh, Jerry Ward brings up a great comment. Two motors, not faster. And it's going to take away your efficiency from your yeah. travel motor because you're going to weigh more. Yeah. So this is a great question. Bow mount versus stern mount. What's everybody's opinion? In every pair of Tecovis boots, you can expect handmade quality, first wear comfort, and timeless Western style. A great pair of Western boots will elevate a casual look or add a refined flair that will draw both eyes and compliments. Tecovis boots are always made from premium bovine and exotic leathers, and with occasional resoling, they will last a lifetime. The best way to shop for boots is at your local Tecovis store, where you'll be greeted by the smell of fresh leather and a friendly smile. Come on in, grab a cold one, get fitted by a pro, and shop the latest styles. We also offer custom branding and leather stamping if you want to personalize your boots or fine leather goods. As spring makes its way into summer, stay cool in a short sleeve moisture wicking pearl snap or make your own shade with one of their classic straw hats, new in both men's and women's styles. And if you're planning to hit the road, Tecovis's ever-growing lineup of rugged and full-grain leather bags will get you where you're headed in style and are built to last decades. Visit Tecovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And don't go gently, y'all. Jimmy? Mm -hmm. For me, for my style of fishing, it's stern. I, I use it from A to B, and then I use the paddle for precision. And I, I don't like the stuff in front of me. I don't like the head of the motor being up for how I cast real low and yeah. do a lot of loop casts. Um, spot lock is a cool feature, but it's not... I don't think I'd utilize it. Um, I mean, probably a little bit like in current when I fish in current, but a lot of the times when I'm in a heavy current area, it's not deep enough to use it anyway. Mm -hmm. So that's, you know, I can crank up the stern mount just a little bit enough to hold me in place or pull it up and paddle. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely stern for me. Brad, I was going to say, uh, I, I've had both so stern for what Jimmy said. And then bow mount, I, I didn't use spot lock much either. I used heading lock more than anything. That's a cool feature. That yeah. is a really cool feature. Just being able to cruise a bank and just keep casting. And casting. See, I, I would never use it for that. It, I would like point my spot out and get a straight line and just like kick back. Just yeah. Well, the motor the motor guide's not very good at keeping that straight line when you're full speed on heading lock. Oh, really? It, it zigzags. Oh. <laughs> Susie, I don't have a motor. I couldn't tell you. Hobie no snob. motor. She's a purist. Hobie snob. Hobie snob. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Hey, I don't have joking, a motor anymore. Joking. Hey, I started out in a sit-in Pelican, so, you know, I we all so started did I. somewhere, you know. We all started I didn't. somewhere. Now, imagine this. 
my tall fat ass in a 10 foot sit inside pelican <laughs> i would pay money to see it I got we pictures. should have a tournament one day where everybody has to bring a kayak under like 300 bucks <laughs> That's oh, that's what we should do at the next paddle and fin meetup. Like, get a bunch of like shitty pelicans, yeah, just a bunch of rentals from some or sun dolphins, <laughs> and we got to have person a person that stays dry and doesn't fall out winds. <laughs> well, my my inflatable don't fall in that price range, but would it be eligible? No. Sit inside is only. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. Sit inside is only. Um, I prefer stern mount. Like I've always run it. Like this year, fishing out of the big boat. And having spot lock, like, it's pretty badass for some of the Ooh, offshore structure yes. stuff I do. Um, but in a kayak, like, I'll fish the same stuff with the with the the stern mount, and I got no issues. And I'm, like, talked about, I forget where I talked about. Oh, I talked about this on John Rapp's podcast this week. Is, uh, Jimmy will tell you, I got some redneck ingenuity, right? Are you still like, running that? Like, uh, well, I got the new new canoe quick disconnect mount, okay. which is what I was waiting for. But in the meantime, I was steering with two pieces of rope like this. <laughs> like Jimmy tried it out, and he's like, "I was like this, do this." But he makes time, it dude, look so natural; it's annoying because he'd have him like just laying on his legs, and he would just like like you can, like his hands would be in his lap, but he would just go yeah. and like, well, he, dude, and I'm like, I had a motor <laughs> like that motor was. The motor was like 220 bucks. You know, I do some work with bioeno power. So I had my lithium battery and like I was wait. I knew that new steering setup was coming out. So I was waiting for that. And, you know, like it worked like you don't need to go spend, you know, like what's the 1103. It's like three, 20, 2800 bucks. Yeah. Get yeah. a new ports vessels Jeez. instead, man. So that's, that's what I'm switching to. Um, I, and I'm, I got I the port coming out and yeah, well, they, and it's nice because you can choose whatever your battery is. So yep. here's my battery setup: two 12 volt, hundred amp hour, yep. batteries running series. Uh, Romel over at Newport was telling me I could probably do 40 miles before I run out of juice. Jeez. See, the only thing I don't like, cause I've been in this dilemma too. I knew that Newport's been around, for a minute since before they partnered with new canoe um, or whatever that deal is. Uh, it's 24 volt system, which is what a Torquedo is. If anybody doesn't know that little power pack is a 24 volt sealed battery. Yep. Um, I thought about doing that running two one hundreds cause you get tons of capacity, but that's 48 pounds. Sure. A lot of battery. Um, you can always go, because it's going to be efficient at 24 volts. I think you could go with a 54 amp hour that's 27 pounds at 24 volts with bio, you know, mm-hmm. and you could probably get the same full day plus fishing now that I get sure. with my hundred on a 12. So I, that's where I've been at. Cause I mean, for you, you don't carry a, you carry a lot of tackle, but you don't really have much of anything else in that boat. Like when I fished with you, you know, you got like, rods and gear and nothing like yeah uh one style we didn't bring up which i know uh john rap uses he said center console pod mount west west is chiming in he says this uh pod mount as well like yak gadget makes that pod mount set up for a lot of boats out there the feel freeze the bonafide 
vibe uh, all of them vibe, <laughs> yeah like and um you know i've heard a lot of good things about those like the only mm-hmm. downfall i heard is like it's, it's only got two or three speeds but still scoots you across the water yeah not exerting a ton of energy yeah i it's it's funny when uh John or people were posting about that pod mount on like the bonafide pages and stuff, and everybody's like, it, "Don't use it; it'll avoid your warranty." And John goes on there and he's he starts setting everybody straight. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny how guys will jump all over that. Um, you know, we got a bonafide guy in our area, and yeah. uh, he likes to uh, voice his opinion like that quite a bit. <laughs> that that sounds like a bonafide owner. Uh, Susie knows who I'm talking about, so she's laughing a little bit. But uh, you know, the old D man can uh, you know get a little carried away with his opinions sometimes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's interesting, man. The whole motor argument, you know, it's it's never going to go away, you know. Nope. But uh, it's interesting to talk about it, and you know, I think it's cool too. Like I said, like I love I love a bow mount with spot lock in a big boat but like when i'm in the kayak dude that that rear transom mount motor is just badass yeah, yeah it's i i like it works so well especially if you have a good boat that cuts through the water so well uh oh yeah again going back to your setup that you had oh yeah definitely brock that uh, heading lock would be a feature this is, the, this is the comment of the night dude this, we are doing this this could be fun Next meetup, twenty dollar <laughs> entry. We're gonna joust it out on our kayak <laughs> down at Eastport oh. Marina on Dale Hollow Lake. It's happening. What it's are we using? Hope your insurance is up. Yeah, yeah. We'll just use big swim bait rods. <laughs> oh and, no! Everybody uh, go buy you an can ugly use a thirty-seven hundred box. Thirty-seven hundred box is your shield. <laughs> yes. And you hey. gotta get a heavy frog rod. I am getting. I am so great. <laughs> Jimmy said the ugly stick catfish rods. We could do that. We could get Matt mm-hmm. Robertson uh, pro out here. He'd probably be in on that. Yeah, let's do it. Let's. Do I want to. Oh man, I want to. I want to go against Jay. <laughs> First yeah, round. Jay, you know, rolls around in his kayak like this. Exactly. He's it, his, you could just be like, he'd be and like, he'd fall out. <laughs> kicked back. It's funny, man. Yeah, R- Richard. I hope your insurance is up because. <laughs> This is going down right in front of the restaurant window. <laughs> like, people are going to be like, the hell are they doing? They just got some beef they got to settle. Don't worry about them. You know, Do you like the special? It's a new sport. <laughs> I've also got the uh, inflatable T Rex costume, too. So, you know, we can make oh, it. Oh, that's got to go down. That always, that's got to go down. <laughs> Trey buddy is asking mine. if okay. we'll be at Dale Hollow in 2022. We absolutely will be. Um, we're starting to talk about that now. So Trey, we we'll might there. even be working with one of your favorite clubs down there. So, shh. but uh, one on one of it. Uh, Richard, that'd be said, great. Start, start making your shields. I knew Richard was listening. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm coming next year, dude. I missed it last year. Yeah, you've missed everything we've done bitch. lately. You, you gotta man. Yeah, I've only like, missed like one thing. So nice. You missed the meetup. You didn't come to the trail series big thing. That was fun. That's what I'm talking about. That was you, a lot didn't, of fun. you didn't come to the Yak Gadget meetup. Nope. Oh, that was last minute though. No, was it? Oh, it, it wasn't. Was. No, it wasn't. Like he told us like a week before. I was like, it was like no, no. he told us like a month and a half before. Well, then I didn't see it until like a week. You're before. fired. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Yeah, so schedules are starting to come out. Uh, anybody see anything interesting? Like they're looking forward to maybe participating in, in next year as far as like the big trail series go? Yep, go I'm winning the TOC next year. Oh, God. Okay, I'll give you my honest opinion. Brad, if he took the shit a little more serious, I bet you he could. Brad okay. is a damn good angler, but his like, and I don't hate you for this. Like, yes, John, you could, but it's not your thing. I, I respect that. Oh God! Sorry, oh, I forgot man. about that. We drank so oh, much shine that night. God, that was so good. We were I've drinking shine really... on our boat. The people next to us had shine. They let us I've have. Never had shine before either. Like you want to know how to get rid like... of COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody in three houseboats had their lips on that jar. <laughs> That's nasty. Uh, that is true. That is true. <laughs> oh, the peach. Oh, oh God. Oh, that was so good. Oh, but I need more. <laughs> National trails. What are you guys looking forward to? What are you guys expecting? Like any big changes you think that are going to come out? Go Susie. Cause me and you talked about this recently on the yeah, show we did a little bit. Um, but you know, they haven't released much anything past what? Like March, March. February bass March. is, I'm sorry. Bass isn't out. KBF is through the end of February. Hobie has their first five. I don't really know first the dates. Five. Yeah. yeah. I think it. I think Hobie was like two June, maybe. I think it's it like was June. May or something like May that. May or June. I still got it. See, even Richard's calling you out, Brad. He said you really missed out. Oh yeah, yeah they do. Yep, up until June fourth or fifth. So yeah. yeah, Toledo, Santa Cooper, Lake Eufaula, Broken Bow, and like Chickamauga. And I believe KBF released some dates too on yeah, uh, on a they podcast. Were only up until like February, I believe. Yeah, they're they're doing Yes. Uh Kissimmee up- in January. Yep. For the ten. For the yep, ten. And, and, and the first trail Lake- series stop is in Lake Shasta. Yeah, and then uh and then California. Lake Murray. Murray, yeah. Yep. Um off of that though, Susie, do you think you would try to make any of those or are you gonna wait and see if there's something closer to you? Uh, I'm going to wait until, you know, all the schedules come out, um, just to kind of see, um, you know, next year I was thinking about maybe doing some different things. Um, and I talked about it, you know, with you and Drew, you know, just kind of taking next year to just be like, okay, you know, like what, what am I really wanting to do? Like, do I want to go up to the next level? You know, do I want to continue being like, you know, the TD type of thing? Do I just want to do my own thing? You know, I just I think next year is just going to kind of be one of those years where I'm like, all right, really figure out what I want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I, I totally get that. I kind of did that last year. Um, you know, I, uh, you know, I kind of took a step back, obviously helped run, you know, the tournaments with you and Jay for paddle and fin and stuff. But like, there was one thing I realized at every single one of those events, I really want to be on the water right now. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, that you know, was the hardest part. and that it, it made me miss the competitive side of things, you know? Um, yeah. So I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm personally waiting to see what Bass does and what changes they make. Um, because I think there's a lot of potential there, especially, um, you know, as far as, uh, you know, getting your name out there, so to speak. Dude, I am pumped that you're getting back into it. I don't know why. I am too. 
right? You you had a heck of a year that year. You did it. I was like the year before. Yeah. Yeah. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why MidwayUSA offers super-fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. 2019. Yeah, I just kind of mind fucked myself at the end of that season and kind of blew up and imploded because I got in my head and I was so focused on other things. And it was it was a great learning experience, you know. Like mm-hmm. I, I know I tend to do that, especially when I'm doing well, is I start to focus on, you know, things that aren't fishing, you know, like uh AOI races, things like that. And dropping your phone mm-hmm. in the you know, Yeah, dropping mm-hmm. oh, dude, John called you so the pod father, and if, I'm never gonna let that go. <laughs> If, if uh he did that on his show the other night i'm like dude we need to change this this is I, great i recorded uh i recorded with uh eldridge last night for the final cast talking about kayak hunting and he had scrolling at the bottom brian the killer shiller because we were talking about hunting and i was like really dude like we need to change that too like everybody's got these great names for me that i don't approve of <laughs> but, uh, it's better than rickett's name for you back in the yeah, day. yeah so uh, what would it, yeah toes or whatever Jesus. Toes. Smash is weird. Um, but uh i mean i miss it i miss the competitive side i i fished yeah. uh one tournament um out of the big boat this year so i'm looking at maybe doing that as well mixed in with the kayak um still you and, and your old man yeah well we'll see we'll see the old man's got a hard time moving around the boat dude, dude. i don't think he could last all day you had a rough time. Do some damage, man. Little neighborhood tournament we did, which we smashed him. Smashed him. Yeah. We took third, but um, we just couldn't find the big kicker. You know what I mean? And it was funny. Later that night, I took the rep from Douglas out because he was staying at my place for a couple of days oh, yeah. and put him on a five younder, man. Just stuck I saw right that. in the That's same cool. area we fished during the tournament, dude. <laughs> no, you son like, of a bitch. Really? Like, what the hell? Where were you earlier? I could have used you. We would have won big bass and the damn tournament, you know? But, I'd be drinking uh, beer on other people's money right now. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. So, but I uh, need to uh, I need to find somebody who's really good at Lawrence because I really that's like my main goal for next year is to learn how to use that damn thing to its full potential. <laughs> so my advice, just because I haven't got to do it yet, I have had people I know do it. That's one of those things, if you have a local like boat pro, like an elite, or mm-hmm. most of those guys do some guiding, and you can usually pay for an electronic strip. And it mm-hmm. it's a, like three to four hours, and it, they just teach you the electronics. Like That's cool. That, that, like, that's something I think that. I want to do is... Um, I'm not sure who uh, Dustin Connell. You can do an electron. I, I want to do a an electronic trip with him, and then go to Florida and do a trip with uh, Scott Martin. They're down doing at, a ten invitational on K- Kiss Me, right? Yeah, the ten the trail series. The it's yes one the and two the ten invitational and the ten the all at ten time. Series, okay, ten invitational. Um, and the ten yes. There you go. There's so your answer, Brock. I think Brad's right, though. I think you'll you're going to do good next year, and 
I've I, I've like, been playing with electronics a little bit. So, you know, I've always been a Garmin guy and um, I got an upgraded transducer from Brad Hurlboss because he sold his uh, Ranger last year so he could get his mm-hmm. duck boat and he had uh the older transducer so he put that on the boat and he gave me the upgraded one he's like nice this guy you know so um he gave me <laughs> that, that. I was gonna so, listen to this podcast and call brad and be like, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was interesting right because like it definitely changed uh the clarity of those graphics and then um mm-hmm. on the big boat because this year it's just been crazy with electronics uh we got a garmin behind the steering wheel or on the dashboard of the you know, by the steering wheel. And then we got a hummingbird up front. So I've been playing with that hummingbird and the side imaging on that and stuff like that. Like, and I can see now why it, everybody's like, like a lot of big boat pros are running all three for different aspects. You know what I mean? Well, you can't beat. So hummingbird and Trey's making a comment that goes a long way with it. So hummingbird, the mega units, which is mm-hmm. it's the mega vision. Their down and side is almost impossible to beat. Yeah. yeah. Gar- Garmin's with the live scope and stuff run sure. absolutely phenomenal. And then like Lawrence, a lot of people like their 2d, like their 2d yeah. is very, very detailed, very good signal. And that's like, I think Jacob Wheeler was one of the first people that really did that. He ran all three at one event on the front deck. Yep. And huh. whacked everybody's ass. And they were like, well, is that fair? Like he paid for it himself. I think it'll be interesting to see what's on the front of his boat this year because I saw him hanging out in the hummingbird booth for quite a long time down in Lancaster this year. But uh, going back to Um, what Trey said, he told me this story, and mm -hmm. Adam Riser is like the hummingbird, like God. Like, ooh, I I got me one. I'm gonna have to talk to him. Trey's not the first person that's told me be like, yeah, let Adam set up my unit, and I'll never touch it again. Like I'm scared. To, I'd be scared to like mark pins on it. Like it might change something. I, I agree with this statement from rap electronics, probably more important than a motor. If you're well-versed in using them, like, yeah. Oh yeah. I, I'll admit like a lot of my success, uh, when I was fishing tournaments, like it, a lot of it had to do with that electronics, you know, learning side scan, reading that side mm-hmm. scan, like finding subtle things where, you know, uh, fish were going to be held up like my pb smalley down on table rock dude i was going out of a bay and had i always have side scan on so i can see what's going on on the bottom saw rock pile pitched my jig to it and pulled up a 20 and three quarter like you know like i i would have never fished that spot had i not seen that rock pile that I so when I got into electronics and a lot of it's like was budget stuff when I got into kayak sure. fishing it was yeah, yeah. you know you wanted well I'd like to at least know what water temp and depth is mm-hmm. so I, I found a deal on a Raymarine Dragonfly Five I think sure. yeah that's right and it didn't have side scan it just had down and chirp and I, it may have had navigation I can't remember mm-hmm. uh, use that. And I always thought that it was great. You know, every now and then you could find you you find your bait, you see laydowns, you know, trees, stumps, rock piles, whatever. I did not realize what I was losing by not having side scan. When the first trip I ever got to take with, I borrowed a buddy's boat and had side scan on it. And that's what intrigued me to give it a try. When I finally put side scan on the first trip was at Del Hollow 
when we went, when the water was real low. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that was in an October yeah, yeah, year yeah. last year before I can't, it was in October, yeah. yep. but I was just running across the lake and happened to notice on the graph, you know, I noticed a, I think it was a bush if I remember correctly. And because of side scan and how it shows distance, you can really pinpoint where it is. Like, sure. you know, it's, this is where my transducer is. This is the distance away from the boat. And I flipped right over there with a chatterbait and caught a fish right off of it. And I was like, mm. holy cow, I've been missing out. Like, it's definitely a tool. And I'm not, like, I like shallows, man. I like, most of the time, especially with the Raymarine, I'm so shallow, it don't do nothing. Like, yeah, yeah. it water temp. Yeah. That's about yeah. it. That and yeah, like my home lake, a lot of the places that I like to fish is just nothing but weeds. And, you know, it doesn't matter how clear water or how good of a fish finder you have. It's just so distorted because it's just, you know, nothing but weeds. So, but I mean, that's what I'm kind of used to anyway. Yeah. And then like people like Dan Perry, Dan Perry is great with electronics. And, you know, I I told him this year, like he's a really good ledge fisherman, like offshore guy. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, I'm kind of starting to understand my electronics. You know, would you show me? And uh, the, the day that we went out together, we didn't really have much success, but we had had some phone conversations and he had just told me a few things and having the side and down, I, I, I went out there and capitalized. I've literally never caught fish like that before. And, you know, hmm. pitching big jigs off of a, the first ledge off the shore. And I was able to find that defined edge and then find structure off that defined edge. And then based off information he gave me, be able to narrow down the high probability areas. And I, I caught fit. That was one of the most exciting days I had this year. And I don't think a single one of them fish was over like 17 inches, but it was, I was so out of my zone. Like yeah. I'm out here paddling around in figure eights, graphing look like a complete idiot. I'm not even sure if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be. And then I'm like, okay, this is what he said. This looks right. Drop a jig stroke, stroke, smoked it. I was like, Oh my God, I did it. And then I did it like four more times. And I was like, well, this is awesome. Like I can learn something from this. And then I haven't fished, I think, but once since then. So, so I've been without a fish finder for, I don't know, a few months now since I sold my kayak and slowed you down none. Well, I actually fished a spot that I usually fish with a fish finder on the river here. And I fished it Wednesday I could not find the hump. I'm like, I do not remember where it's at. Isn't it crazy how an area that you know you can't find the spot? Yeah. Yeah. I was sitting there trying to find the drop. I was like, I can't find it. But when I have that fish finder and I find where there's these river ledges and stuff, I immediately like switch my baits. I I throw something different there because that's how I fish. Yeah. So I'll I'll fish like the deeper stuff right down that freaking drop off. And that's where they hit. I, I know what that's like. Like even with my electronics, there's a spot. I have a hump on Gunnersville that obviously doesn't move, but I swear to God, every time I go out there, it's somewhere different. <laughs> like, yeah. like I'll be yeah. feeling for it and be like, Nope. Where are you at? Nope. Looking Where on the mapping. At? It says it's there. Nope. And then I'll like move a hundred yards and be, Oh, it's over here now. I swear to God, I took Catherine Fields out there. I was like, yeah, there's a hump over here. We searched like a quarter mile area, could not find it. We moved over like a hundred yards from that quarter mile. And we were on top of it. I was like, I swear to God, this is not where it's usually at. <laughs> like that's weird. Yeah. But it was it was hilarious. Well, Brad, what are you going back to the schedules? Did I mean I know you don't fish national, but have you thought about just swinging at one just to go out there and maybe cash a big check? Or are you just gonna are you gonna do any local stuff anymore? Or 
Uh, dude, I had the hardest time trying to afford even local stuff this year. It's it's been tough. So yeah, you I know I, you I had some it. truck trouble and I yeah like. I I sold two kayaks because of car troubles and yeah it's been stupid. I understand. Like I I'd like to not think about the money I wasted on national oh, events goodness. this year. But now I don't go into it. I, I'm competitive. It's fun. But I said it from the beginning. I like to go do the national stuff because. I spent my whole life not ever traveling really out of this state much. So I, I would last, love to do it. It's just, yeah. So the last two years, that's what it was for me. Like I said it when we did the KBBT show, like uh, Greg Nozar was like, nobody spends $250 just to go hang out. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'll do it five times a year. I don't mind. It's just money. Like, <laughs> and uh, I don't know. And that, that going into next year, they're like talking about the school. Like, have I seen anything that looks good? I Kissimmee is, it doesn't even matter who's holding it. Like KBF is again, that's the event I wanted to do most this year. And we had like a, I can't remember what it was. I think I had some, a big job that I bid that they jumped on and I couldn't go there. And that's because where the Kissimmee event is, man, Felsmere is 45 minutes from there. You have a chance of catching an 11 or 12 pound bass. Like you have that chance anywhere in the country, but it's such a high probability there. And I just want to go fish in those, those waters, you know, paddle only no motor marshy florida big bass that's just i want to do that did you guys hit on this question yet best unit around 500 or not yet Mm-mm. we were still we were finished me and brad hadn't talked about the tournament yeah, nobody like, wants to hear from you fuck you <laughs> i hope your season sucks which is gonna suck because i plan on fishing with you next year so yeah me so and, me and brian are gonna rat. take over the world next year we're gonna wrap our boats we're going to travel around the country. We're going to kick everybody's we're gonna ass. We're going to make our own blue sky. <laughs> yeah, we're going to tie our shit her. together. That'd be funny as Dude, hell. Dude, I, I would love to see you guys beat everybody. That'd be awesome. It's, I, I love, I'd love hilarious. to do the Kissimmee event, but it's usually right around fishing show season for us up here. So, like, I have yeah. commitments with that, so it's hard for me to get out of that. Um, But... I, I think I need to do it, dude. I got to do it at least once. I'm yeah. I am going this year. If no one goes with me, it's an open invitation. Even to any of our listeners, I'll split a house with anybody. Like, you know, splitting house is cool, man. You make new friends, and I know everybody a cool has a good serial time. killer that'll probably stay with you. Yeah, <laughs> bring it on. I sleep with a big gun. Come get some. Oh, it's like, funny. did you do you catch any fish? No, but I got a nice wall hanging person. <laughs> but uh, I think, come on, Trey, let's go to Florida. I see that down there in the comments. Yeah, there's a bunch real. of people. Uh, Brock says I want to go to Kissimmee, um, and I could actually roll with him because I could pick him up on my way. Um, John Rapp says I like meetup aspects like the Yak Edge trip, PNF events, things like that. Um, I want to answer Phil's question before we forget about I, yeah, it. Yeah, I've got some input on that too. Go this you, fall, you speak first. Well, it depends, right? Like I know stock is short on pretty much on everything all across the board, but typically what you'll see is right around Christmas and January, a lot of this year's units will go on sale and you can get some pretty killer deals. Like that's how I got my Garmin 93 SV. Um and um watch for that i know when i got my garmin i paid 600 bucks for it it was in january Jeez. and that was like when it came out it was a thousand dollar unit 
Yeah. But I think I walked out of, uh, I got it at Gander Outdoors and I'm a rewards member with them or whatever. And the 1911 is one of the most iconic firearms in history designed by John Browning. The 1911 was the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military from 1911 to 1985. While Colt produced the original, almost every major firearm company has produced its own version. It's wildly revered for its reliability, crisp trigger, and is still a favorite for all types of shooters. Whether you're looking to buy or build a 1911 and just about everything for guns, log on to MidwayUSA.com. I paid $618 with tax out the door. Yeah. Nice. So, I paid six fifty for the seventy three. Yeah, so that's the thing. Like <laughs> you got watch, ripped. Watch December, <laughs> January, February. Uh, the older units are going to be just as good. Normally, what they do is they upgrade the transducers, which you could always order down the road, yeah. um, or you know, run into a buddy that's selling his Ranger and get his upgrade. Shaft and whoever bought it. Yeah. <laughs> Something but, I would say is uh, don't be afraid to buy used. Um, yeah, 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 that's true too. A, a lot of just like anything you see in any kind of hobby, a lot of people that have money have to have the new cool thing. Mm-hmm. So you can usually get a good deal on the old. Um, something else you can do. Uh, I definitely what Brian said because I screwed up one year when I bought my seven inch hummingbird. I got a decent deal on it. Got it for like five ninety nine, and literally two weeks later, it went on sale for like three fifty. And I yeah, was like, yeah, oh, kiss my ass. One- the one thing I want to say about that, too, is like if you're looking to utilize side scan and down imaging and stuff like that, um, spend the extra 100, 150 bucks, whatever it is for the bigger screen, because you're going to see more detail. In that. Yep. Um, it, it, I mean, it's just key. It's key. Yeah, I, I've moved all the way up to the nine just for that, like just getting started. If, and if you're on a tight budget, um, the the Raymarine Dragonfly seven pro is great um not a lot of adjustability but really good picture and for people that are just getting into it you don't need to be pressing a lot of them buttons anyway sure sure you just need to figure out what all that means yeah um you can get all adam in the background (laughs) i did too (laughs) i thought it was a sasquatch at at first (laughs) and then i realized it was just adam walking around susie's house but uh, uh Hummingbird units that don't have mega, you don't have to go extreme. They still have pretty good picture. If you can yep. figure out how to set them, call Atomizer. Sure. Um, <laughs> yeah, because I can't help you there. Um, Something. Uh, one other piece of advice: you can shop around with brands on pro deals. Ooh, I mm-hmm. keep seeing them walk by. Hey, there he is! Hey, Show I'm me them you. arms. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so there are things called pro deals. It's not pro staff. Yeah. Uh, you can literally just email tons of companies and see if they have pro deal offerings and they'll be like, sure. And it's basically like you're getting product for a review or they might ask you for the, uh, you still pay for it. Yeah. But you get, that's how I got my Raymarine. Uh, I got uh, the Raymarine nine S not no the Raymarine element nine with the nine S V transducer, which has, downside chirp navigation and the whatever their real vision thing is 3d mm-hmm. vision yeah, for yeah. uh like you said it was 618 sure that's a 1300 unit if you just yeah. go buy one or 900 1200 something so you can there's so many ways if you just don't get in a rush don't buy something just because you're like i gotta have it 
Take your time. Well, and that's that's what Phil it. mentioned. He said, damn it, yep. I knew I should have waited. I picked up the 7SV Vivid in May. I'm not 100% happy with it. Flip that bad boy. Put it right back up on Facebook. Somebody will be in the same boat oh, you yeah. were, and I'll buy it right back. Yeah. Yep. I was going to say, too, when as as technology like progresses, the prices of like side scan stuff is going to go down, too. Yes. Yeah. So and it already had. That coming. Yeah, it has for sure. Like well, it's because side, side vision was stuff. awesome. Like, I mean, it still is awesome. That's the wrong way yeah. to put it. But it was like the best thing. And yeah, now, well, now everybody's going to like the live scope. scope, the 360 view that hummingbirds yep. got and stuff like that. So that's where you're seeing like a lot of guys dumping a crap load of money into that stuff. I can you see the talk 93... about having electronics more than your boat. There you go. Yeah. You know? I could see the, Nar- uh, the Garmin 93 you have going for a lot less in the next year or two for sure brand new i don't know anything about the lawrence unit uh the hummingbird 4di i don't i'm not familiar with either i would just say hummingbird um a lot of people that run i mean there you have lawrence lovers but like across the board most of the people that i compared electronics with lean towards hummingbird so I would say, and I absolutely hated Hummingbird because I had so much trouble getting the adjusting in. That's why sure. I left Hummingbird. But I will tell you right now, when you get one dialed in, nobody's downer side imaging is better. Straight yeah. up. There's a lot of features on this Hummingbirds for sure. For sure. Which, which I think is like is what makes them better is you just have to know how to use them. Yeah. yeah. 100%. Right on. Well... We're a little over an hour, man. We'll start wrapping this up. Uh, I'm sure, I thought else? we had some more topics. What do you want to talk about? I was well, just I mean, we'll ask. just have to have a part two. No. I'm in for that. Yeah, we could do this again next week. Uh, who knows if Jay will be here? Jay, you going to be here next week? Okay. No. no. Good talk. Be, Jay will be back. He's uh he's down in Tennessee. And so. he didn't call me that son of a bitch. He's just making a run down to... Uh, uh, drop some stuff off at the new place. Uh, Richard says, uh, Eastport Marina's got a deal right now where if you apply for a sports credit card, get a hundred dollar gift card. If you spend a thousand, get 200. If you spend 2500, hmm. almost no interest for 12 months. Your boy can spend money quick. What am I spending money on, Richard? <laughs> Do I get like 10%? Do I get like ten yeah. percent ownership of one of the houseboats? Because I'd be down. <laughs> That's what we should do. We should all chip in our money and have a paddle and fin houseboat and just park it at Eastport, dude. As long as we can wrap it, paddle and fin, sail a big flag, <laughs> yeah. run around Del Hollow like we own that bitch. I mean, <laughs> slide off the slide on the back deck, not get in trouble. Not you can't do it at the marina. Can't do it at the marina. Brian, Brian, we need out on that. I did. I did. I was smart. I made JP go first. It was a good thing. It was a good thing. I was playing it safe. JP, the firefighter, living life on the edge as usual. You know, got us in trouble. If Richard hadn't called, you were going in. I had already taken all my valuables out of my pockets, and you were about to get Bill Goldberg speared off that bed. You would have gone with me, my friend. It's fine. I was ready. Oh, yeah. I was ready. What was it? He was like, you freaking white people. I know I was going in or something like that. Titus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was just on the way other side of the boat because he knew what was up. Oh, man. 
That's awesome. He was like, I'm the smallest person here. I know how this goes. <laughs> if you guys are, are interested in that deal for you guys watching now or listening later on the podcast, uh, go to eSport.info. And um, that's their website. All their phone number information will be there. Get in touch with uh, Richard or Nathan or uh, the big boss, Wendy, down at uh, Eastport. See, didn't forget boss the big lady. boss this time. <laughs> so ready for some more food down but, there uh, oh dude yeah that nacho bar i thought i was gonna have a heart attack that night I swear to god, oh my, god. my i think my favorite one was the night that uh she stayed open and she was like here's all of the leftovers and then she wouldn't <laughs> oh charge us god. for it yes she probably got tipped like four times what that, that meal cost because so we were like <laughs> absolutely not it's like a hodgepodge of just like yeah. everything i had like two steaks cucumber salad there were like burgers <laughs> mixed with like <laughs> Pasta. It, we had all oh, sorts of food God, flying it was around. So good. It's uh, it's it's definitely uh, family down there, man. It's awesome. Yeah, it we love those guys. They've added cameras as well. Ooh, well, you're gonna get to see a lot of us on those. <laughs> I guarantee it. Streaking in front of the cameras. <laughs> There's something blinding the camera. We can't tell what it is. Oh, it's just the, Brian's ass. Yeah, you just see Brian's face scroll down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. That's too funny. Uh, we'll do final thoughts, man. Jimmy? I just looking forward to the next year, honestly, already. I kind of got burnt out on everything this year. Um, talking with you and talking with Susie and seeing schedules come out and big changes that I hear at KBF. I'm still not sure if what we've heard was true, but like half of my sources have said, yeah, that. Uh, for, I mean, I talked about it on our show, so I'll say it that Christy Hoover took over as president. She did. Yeah, yeah. I, I still don't know if it's true, but people are telling me that it is not a troll. I don't know. Well, uh, and that that's interesting. Um, before we end, like I, I saw that as well. Um, I think it's going to be better for the KBF organization, and and this isn't a knock against Chad. I think Chad tries to do up, way too many too things. Yeah. And take, yeah, and take something off his plate, take something yep. off his plate. Um, she has always done an awesome job uh, with KBF. And she's a sweetheart too, man. She is. She is great. She's great. And um, I think it's going to be great for the KBF organization. Uh, there's no doubt in my mind. Chad will still be involved, but you know, Chad has mentioned in a bunch of his YouTube videos, he wants to, you know, focus on some other stuff, uh, mainly his YouTube channel, creating content, things like that. Awesome. Like, which is great. the stuff that like, got him where he is. Yeah. And, and I think the biggest problem is, is he's been trying to do that and KBF and, you know, many other endeavors in, you know, uh, mistakes get made that way. Like, trust right. me, like I make mistakes all the time. Like, I have a normal job. I got the podcast. Like I got, you know, rock town sponsorships, things like that. Like I'm not perfect, man. I'll be the first to admit, man. It's a lot to keep track of. Mm. And the organization he, he is, you know, started like th that's even more, dude. I can't even imagine the type of stuff like he's dealing with on, on a consistent basis. So I think it's great for the organization. Um, congrats to them. You know, I'm, I'm sure that wasn't an easy decision for chat. Um, and like Maybe I said, it was, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guarantee you still going to uh, be involved. Well, what I take away from it too, I mean, yes, he'll still have a say so in it, mm -hmm. but I mean, mama gets what mama wants. Mama, you do what mama says, you know, and like, 
everybody across the board likes her. Sure. So a lot of people would go at Chad because of ego. You know, you don't agree with how he does. It it, makes way more sense. Exactly. But, but like going back to the, the thought thing on it, like that, a lot of that has like got me hyped up for next year. Me and you've talked about like legitimately like doing it together a little bit, chasing bass around and sure. Try to take it a little bit serious or go around and fish a bunch of places and film stuff. And I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of ready for next year right now. I want to focus on hunting, you know, Brian and them already got their Our season opens tomorrow. Brian already got one. Congrats, dude. Food in the freezer. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm getting down with that. it Saturday. That was the arrow. <laughs> but, uh, I, I'm, you know, curious to see how next year goes for everybody. And, and I, I'm also ready to see what we're doing next year as far as paddling Finn, man. I'm ready for hanging out with all y'all folks and see what events we got coming up and yeah. what, what new, man. We've ever since I've been a part of this, we've had all sorts of cool, big new announcements and sure. people that want to be a part of it and all sorts of stuff. I just can't wait. Yeah. Heck yeah. Susie. Final she's thoughts. 100 pound sacks at Banner Marsh. That's what she's talking about. Oh my God. That was like the best day I've had at Banner Marsh. Not just like fishing wise, but just like everything wise. Um, so it's, it's kind of a bittersweet though, because, you know, uh, here in Illinois, uh, all the uh, DNR lakes, well, almost all of them, uh, will be closing. Uh, for hunting season. So um, this coming weekend is basically my last opportunity to get out to Banner Marsh uh, before it closes. So which I'm planning on going both days. Um, so, you know, it, it's kind of just like that, the, that last like hurrah of the season. I mean, no, there's no tournaments or anything going on, but it's just kind of like that, that those last endeavors yeah. and kind of like that final, wrap up you know for me because like once i'm done with that then usually i really don't you know go anywhere or do much just because if i do want to go somewhere i gotta go like hours away just to find somewhere to go um so you know it's it's kind of a wrap up in that sense but you know it's also a it's like my recharge time in a different sense and my time to kind of like refocus and like kind of restart too, you know? So like, okay, you know, what, what am I going to do for next year? What I'm going to start working on now? What am I going to do for this, do for that, that type of thing. So, um, knives, machetes, saws, and shears, multi-tools, shovels, swords, axes, spears, hatchets, and tomahawks. If it cuts, snips, slices, or chops, Midway USA has it. Find great gift ideas in our huge selection of pocket knives and other everyday carry folding knives. Make a statement or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I'm kind of sad about it, but I'm not as sad as what I usually am. <laughs> um, of course, we, you know, it's going to be a lot chillier. We've got, like, 44-degree nights coming up. So, mm, so do <laughs> we, and it's Alabama. That's exciting. <laughs> Alabama. It's supposed to be 41 Sunday. I cannot wait to be sitting in the woods. Yeah. Now we'll have a tornado like the week after that. It'll be like 95. (laughs) But Brandon Hurlboss was just all the way up almost into the UP for grouse camp and like 
last year we were just talking about this on his podcast because i recorded with him that'll be out uh saturday but uh last year at grouse camp it snowed this year tornado <laughs> tornado siren. I'm That's like, crazy. Weird. Oh my god, dude. global warming. Yeah. So weird. So weird. That's way up north, dude. Yeah. That was that. It's the weather's been weird this year, man. It has. Mm. It has. It like everywhere, it's been fall. just whack. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I'm blaming that one. My fishing, which I can't say my fishing was terrible this year. I fished a lot less, but I had a really good year. It just I ended my year when I'm usually. Like I'm usually really good in the fall. That's kind of like when I like to fish, and I literally haven't fished since August. So, at yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Bradley, final thoughts. Bunker. <laughs> <laughs> Go penguins. People give me crap about it, but I am looking forward to putting my dry suit on and chasing some winter smoke. Oh, big bird! Because yeah. that That's was your a thing, blast dude. Last yeah, year, dude. It you crushed blast. it last winter, dude. Crushed Heck it. Yeah. I'm gonna get me a green dry dry suit and I'm gonna come hang out and we can have the like Sesame Street gang. <laughs> You'll Oscar be Oscar Grouch. Grouch. Nice. Yeah. Justin's big bird, right? No, Justin You're has a big a bird. One. Yeah, I'm oh, big he's... bird and Josh is a cookie monster. Oh, that's right. That's right. Cookie <laughs> we need an Elmo. Red. I'll 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 wear red. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, See, like... I, I don't care. <laughs> there, there's a river not too far from me that apparently does hold smallies, but I know that they don't get like up to decent size just because it floods every spring, so they can't spawn very well. But mm. uh, I've been meaning to make it a thing to like get a dry suit to go down there and just start learning like river stuff. Get out there and do it. I know. Well, I just got. She's find, saying like, this, right and she's gonna suit. like. She's going to hit us up and be like, look, I caught a 21-inch smallie in that spot I was telling you about in the dead if, winter of if, February on the ice. Dude, I wanna, if that happens, like... <laughs> I want to come back and hit the Kishwaukee, dude. Oh, my goodness. Whenever you want, dude. Dude, I want to come do that with y'all. And I think, Brad, I think you should come do some ice fishing with me and Brian because I'm coming back on Brian's birthday weekend. I'll do it. Let's <laughs> we're going to whack the gills, and then we're going to go eat freaking walleye, and I'm going to get fat as shit and hang out with your dad. Yeah, I haven't been bluegill fishing in like 15 years. God, we caught so much fish, man. Let's do it. Jimmy's arm was sore, dude. He's like, dude. Is, 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 I'd be down to clam. Yeah. But it was, hey, no, whenever. Yeah, it was exactly what I hoped it would be. This year, it's shitty, freezing cold, and lots of fish. Yeah, where's the Kishwaukee at? Kishwaukee's uh, down the road from my house. It dumps oh, into the, shut up! Oh, it it, it dumps into the Rock River. Yeah, I'll just Dude. I'll just drive up a uh, like a day or so before and uh, get a dry suit at uh, Rockton. Yeah, I was gonna say they are oh, footballs we'll in that. that river. Yeah, they're, they're chunky. Footballs. They're healthy. They're healthy. All right, boys and girls. Oh, wait. Brad, you didn't give us your final thought. Oh, you said final thoughts. Winner. I don't care. Small mouth. Anything else? Nope. All right. (laughs) Boys and girls, thanks for sticking with us this long. Uh, Those of you listening on the podcast, we appreciate you all. Uh, Thanks, everybody who uh, chimed into the chat. Let's do this again next week. Uh, We'll have another... uh, like OG after of the round table. just uh you know random conversations Lords talking about some topics throughout the kayak fishing stuff. It was great, man. We got a lot of feedback tonight. It was good. Uh Jay will be back next week as well. And as always, boys and girls, <laughs> tight lines, smooth paddling. Peace.
Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors. Every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. Join Waypoint TV and LG channels in celebrating Great Outdoors Month, presented by Battery Tender. Tune in every Tuesday and Sunday in June, starting at 7 p.m. Eastern. Channel 109 on your LG Smart TV. You can also watch Waypoint TV at lgchannels.com.